Welcome to another episode of the Dave Stockbridge Podcast. Well, the sun is shining, the birds are singing, it's Dave from Real, and if I sound a little bit stuffy today, it's because we're just at the tail end of a cold at the moment in our household. Both myself and my wife have been struggling over the last uh, few days with it, and of course, you know, all of this is compounded somewhat by the near 40 degree temperatures we've been experiencing over recent days, but thank God for Christmas and the break that's about to come. Uh, and just like many of you out there, I'm just stretching things out to get across the line uh, and uh, and obviously look forward to that. Christmas break more than ever uh, this year I think um, it's been a big year and um, and as many people have commented to me uh, there seems to be a real disconnect between what they're seeing in the media and hearing on the radio and what they're uh, actually uh, feeling in real life and I think that's got uh, an enormous amount to do with the fact that the lived experience of our economy is somewhat different to what the uh, the, those people whose job it is to analyse and to report on the economy uh, have to say. And I would say that this year has been characterised as one uh, as a very much a roller coaster. Uh, the early part of the year, we hit headwinds early with the Banking Royal Commission. And as a result of that, uh, lending criteria tightened significantly and buyers that were walking around with pre-approvals were soon finding their finances fall over. Um, such were the shifting sands of uh, the lending criteria very early on in this year. Uh, of course, then we uh, encountered the federal election and, uh, and this uh, particular election was somewhat more divisive than what we would ordinarily uh, encounter and especially around property. There's generally consensus between the two major parties when it comes to property, given that it very much is the, the foundation of most uh, Australians' wealth, uh, it would appear that uh, in the past, uh, at a federal level, uh, the parties have come together and recognised that stability and confidence needs to be uh, underpinning the economy, and the best way to do that is to provide certainty around property. Now, uh, Labor's policies coming into the federal election weren't necessarily conducive to uh, establishing a, an environment of confidence, and so we did see transactional activity slow during that period and never really recover, especially when we're talking about investors here in South Australia. Uh, and the reason for that is because shortly after the federal election, we were finding ourselves in a land tax debate, uh, which has ultimately uh, brought about new legislation, uh, which has uh, impacted significantly on investors. But moreover, it's dented confidence in a very, very big way, uh, mainly because now investors, those people that have been fueling the property market for many, many years, no longer have confidence in the state government to maintain consistency on a legislative level. And so uh, have decided and determined, it would appear, uh, to not invest in South Australia, which is a, a real tragedy uh, for property owners in South Australia and is reflected in the less than 1% capital growth that we've experienced against the backdrop of the eastern seaboard capitals that have all enjoyed quite significant gains since the federal election. We should have had those gains as well. And if you want somebody to blame, you can point the fingers at our do-nothing premier, Stephen Marshall and uh, Rob Lucas, his treasurer, who have somehow managed to uh, take the gift of government and to uh, make it a curse for property owners. 
it might sound, sound somewhat severe, but it's the, the effect that those two people have had directly on the South Australian property market over the last uh, six to nine months has been nothing short of a sabotage. And we really need to uh, consider that when coming into the next federal election, I th uh, sorry, state election. I think a lot of people felt that they were uh, getting a, a conservative government and in, uh, it would appear uh, that what we've uh, got is labour light, but without the social convictions. So uh, very, very disappointing for the business community. And that's uh, also reflected in record low uh, business confidence and record low property transactional activity in South Australia. So where do we go from here? I think 2020, I think, will uh, will be a year of uh, somewhat less tumultuous um, conditions. Uh, I feel that uh, there's not too much on the direct horizon. There are no elections, either federal or state, uh, in 2020. Uh, the Banking Royal Commission is behind us, and it, although the banks are stumbling along because of their... Uh, well, unethical, immoral, and largely uh, illegal uh, practices over recent times. I noted in the paper just this morning that the NAB and ANZ are being pulled across the coals uh, for racking up millions and millions and millions of dollars in fees for accounts that simply didn't exist in the first place. I was, in fact, a victim of that where uh, NAB had opened up a extra account on my behalf and was charging me fees for that. And although it probably only impacted me uh, by uh, 80 or $100, it wasn't enough to notice at the time. The reality is times that by millions. And you can see uh, how uh, the banks are now finding themselves under scrutiny once again and deservedly so. So we've had, um, uh, so we no longer have a banking community we can trust. Uh, we've got ones, uh, we've certainly in Westpac, it would appear the evidence suggests that uh, they're very much in support of terrorism, uh, it would appear. Uh, so we've had the CEO resign over the last week or two, and they didn't do anything to stop money flowing from Australian bank accounts uh, into the hands of either terrorists or terrorist sympathisers and other groups. Uh, and, uh, you know, there, there, are, there are rules and there are laws and, and it seems that they uh, don't uh, always uh, and aren't stringently, stringently being applied uh, to the big banks. And this um, kind of talks to um, the circumstance that we find ourselves in uh, today, which is one where there is less confidence in our government and in our institutions and in our banks than we've ever had before. Uh, almost like they're all necessary evils that we somehow have to work around in order to keep the economy and our society going. I can only hope that over the next 12 months that we see a recovery in the confidence of um, the Australian public in these institutions, but that will only come about if these institutions change their behaviour. Uh, so uh, today I wanted to talk to you about uh, something that can directly uh, improve your particular circumstances. It is true that credit has been tight over the last 12 or so months and since the Banking Royal Commission, uh, banks have become even more restrictive in their lending. So what is also true though is that if you can get a loan, there's never been a better time to borrow. An insider of the banking industry recently shared with me that uh, just this week that he has never been busier but it's not with people purchasing property as much as those folks refinancing. 
Even though real estate transactional activity has plummeted to record lows in South Australia, finance brokers are picking up the phone and encouraging people who are likely to qualify for a new mortgage to consider refinancing to take advantage of the lowest interest rates in history. There are some excellent options available right now for those uh, seeking to refinance, but many are simply bewildered by choice or lack the acumen to investigate every bank's proposition. And this is where an excellent loan broker can really help. It seems strange that the Banking Royal Commission uh, recommended uh, reforms that would have rendered many finance brokerages unviable, and yet just nine months later, we have a boom in refinancing fueled by that very industry. So demonstrating the valuable connection that brokers make with consumers and how that really benefits all parties. A broker will assess your situation, shortlist the lenders uh, that are best fit for your situation and you, and then you make the decision. If you don't already know an excellent broker, uh, just at the, uh, I've, I've t- I will tag in or you can reach out to me and I can pass on the details of somebody you can trust to do a great job to isolate the loan that is best for you. Christmas is a time of celebration of the life of Jesus and the year that was, whereas that week leading to New Year's is often one of reflection and planning for the year ahead. Is not really a time for decision-making, but it is a time for determining more broadly your aspirations for the months that follow. And I would humbly suggest that there are a few things apart from your health and that of those around you that are more important than your financial well-being. For many, a mortgage is the biggest investment they make. Although it is debt, it is debt that has traditionally demonstrated a rate of return over time. In some cases, even if the principal is never paid. Just maintaining a mortgage is one of the few ways everyday people can make money outside of their salary. So to be able to borrow more for less may better position people to make the most of future opportunities. So now may be the very best time to wind down, celebrate, relax and reflect. But in so doing, uh, please consider what is your biggest liability and greatest asset and how does that help you in securing your financial future? And if it's your mortgage, you would be irresponsible not to consider your options over the coming weeks. Just a little disclaimer, I'm not an expert in anything I've discussed above, um, and uh, it just represents nothing more than my own personal reflections and ramblings based on recent conversations with undisclosed parties. Before making any financial decision, please carry out all your own due diligence to make sure that you're making uh, your own informed decision. But if you are thinking about refinancing, then the best contact I can give you is Luke Robertson at Private Client Services. Luke can be contacted at luke at privateclients.com.au or on 0425-142-475. I'm Dave from Real. I hope you've been enjoying the helpful hints and tips over the last, well, two years now we've been running the podcast, over 100 episodes. And I want to thank you for tuning in and I want to thank the over 5,000 people that have now downloaded the podcast and are enjoying it on a regular basis. Thanks to everybody, and we'll look forward to bringing you more in 2020. Thanks for tuning in again to this episode of the Day Sovereign Podcast. Please follow us on Facebook or subscribe to us on iTunes, and we look forward to bringing you more next week.